Welcome to the Find Your Awesome podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy. And this is the third episode in the Human Designs Conversations series on the Find Your Awesome podcast. First, we spoke to Lisa Wade Berry, who's a manifesting generator with non-specific manifesting style. Then we spoke to Shirley Harvey, a manifester who has specific manifesting style. And today I'm bringing you my conversation with Meg Haynes, who is a projector, a 3-5 projector, who also happens to have a non-specific manifesting style. Meg was one of the first episodes on the Find Your Awesome podcast way back in 2017. Please go back and listen to it if you haven't already. Meg is such a beautiful, incredible, amazing soul. I'm just so excited to share her with you. I'm so excited for you to be in her super sparkly energy. Projectors are really incredible seers. They see other people really clearly. And that is something that Meg is, well, I'm going to use the word exceptional, but that doesn't actually feel accurate. It's not powerful enough, but let's just use it anyway. Meg is exceptional at seeing people for who they really are, for seeing people in their gifts, seeing people in their light and reflecting that back to them. She is an incredibly gifted healer. She's an amazing human. She's a beautiful being. And I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with her. Please shout out to both of us on social media. We want to know how this episode resonates with you. Share it with all your friends, please, please, please. And if you are so inspired to support the Find Your Awesome podcast financially, please go to patreon.com slash Kelsey Abbott. All right, let's do this. I love you. Let's play. And I get to say that you're one of my favorite people in the entire universe. And thank you so much for doing this. Oh my gosh. I love you. It's an honor. It's so much fun to play with you always. Always. When What's it like being a projector, Meg? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, when I first even found out what that was, um, and I, I mean, I've done all the tests, you know, well, actually I haven't done Myers-Briggs, but, um, you know, I looked at my astrology. I looked at my Enneagram. I looked at all these different things to try to find out more about me. And I think that's a very human uh, quality is we're always seeking more wisdom and understanding about who we are and why we operate the way we operate and to make sense of ourselves in a way and sense of ourselves in the world and human design more than any other modality, I feel like gave me that sense of me instead of trying to fit parts of me into like a paragraph or a like this is who you are I'm like a part of me yes but not all of me um and I just never felt like anything explained me until I found human design so you know really learning that I was a projector that I'm not here to work to do to you know be in that hustle but I'm really here to guide and to teach and to see um, way a way of living or a way of being that can serve others that just completely I, I, I think my whole body relaxed <laughs> took the biggest exhale of oh my gosh yes thank you someone giving me permission to be myself mm-hmm. and to be what I felt my whole life Like I've always felt that and I've always felt trying to be me in this world that is very, um, that operates very much in the doing and the achieving and the striving. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's beautiful aspects about that. But I think I always felt like I was last in the race and, um, that I was way behind and it just felt very out of alignment in my body. Um, and also, you know, just on a soul level, we know what it feels like to be in joy. We know what it feels like to be in, in peace, in love and in connection and abundance. And that's our true and natural state. And then here I am feeling all these other things. So I'm like, well, this can't be right. Cause I don't, it's not my natural state. And yet I'm, I feel like I'm fighting against my natural state, but 
I don't have any answers as to why and no, no reason just other than this is what I feel. So human design gave me the permission, I think, to, and still does to really just be me and to honor my rhythm. And learn that you're not actually in the race. Yes. No. <laughs> Which is, again, someone who does not like to run and totally admires all runners. Um, I'm like, I just want to be dancing in the corner over here. You know, and you are to my music and just feeling the, feeling the vibe, sharing the love. <laughs> so, all right. So you're a projector with a defined root. Yes. And all projectors have an open sacral. Mm-hmm. This leads projectors with defined roots. Op- well, obviously open sacrals. You guys have a tendency towards burnout. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, when you told me that, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> You're explaining another one you. Your soul yeah. picked out this system, this pattern this of energy centers that was going to give you plenty of your own energy and yet yeah. still make you a guide for others, still not give you like that sacral engine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think what, and we were talking about this before we popped on the call, what I'm learning now is how to use that energy efficiently um, instead of going against my own energetic nature to then burn out. So what does that look like? what it what it looks like and what the practice of which i'm also a three five so i make a lot of mistakes as you as you know as you told me um well it's just it's it's learning over and over and over again and i think i've so anybody who is a three five or is just feeling like you've been in this cycle over and over and over again and what is wrong with you and what's you know is there something wrong is there something that matters is something you're not getting it's just it's just, we, I think going back and reviewing every time I go back and I come back to this, to the same place, I'm not actually coming back to the same place. I'm coming, I'm coming back from, with a more evolved perspective, um, doing a similar dance, but, uh, it's, it's, a it's completely different. And then I get to just recognize, oh yeah. So you started to feel not in alignment here, but this is where you um, pushed yourself because of old conditioning. This is where you bypassed your gut. Um, this is where you just life happened and you just had to kind of, you know, get on board and, and hold on through that wave. And burnout was going to naturally be the result of that. And you knew that, um, but it was just the wave you were on to move you to another place. Like literally for me, this cross country move has been, um, a lot of, a lot of learning that and a lot of recalibrating, I think my own energy and, and, and regrounding into, into a new rhythm in a place that is definitely more in alignment with my rhythm. New Hampshire is so much more my flow than Los Angeles was. Um, but there's still that, it's like the come down almost, you know, when you, um, when you get really, you're watching like a scary movie, you get really scared and your adrenaline just like shoots through your whole body and you're, you're in the car driving home and you're like, I'm still in the movie i'm still in the experience i'm still waiting for that guy to come chasing us as we drive home that's kind of what this move was for me on a nervous system level as i'm i'm recognizing how um how i get activated um by just life circumstances even if they're great but they require a lot more energy they require a lot more focus and just how to um how to support myself again and what that looks like on the back end so i'm 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 playing with it you know i'm playing with it and i think i would just say that i think this goes for everybody is that 
you know, there are going to be seasons where one form of care and nourishment really works for you. And then another season where that doesn't, and you have to find another way of honoring and supporting yourself. So that's been something I've been playing with too, you know. I love levels. that. I love <laughs> the permission to be over it. Yeah. I've had a lot of things lately where I'm like, oh, over it. It yep. kind of sneaks up on me. Yep. Yep. But it's yep. okay to grow. Yes. Yes. And I think, um, I just think it's important for everybody to know that we're all growing. We're all learning. We're all finding our our unique dance with life um, and what that looks like and what that feels like in its highest form and truest expression. And um, it's just a big science experiment. So I think if we don't get too caught up in, you know, the explosions that happen <laughs> or the tests that fail, it's like, okay, well, that's more information. That's more knowledge. It's more wisdom I've acquired through that. Exactly. Yeah. And you as a projector are all about gathering the wisdom. Yes. We are just can't get enough of it. <laughs> what does that look like for you? For me? Um, well, I mean, I think honestly, my life has offered me the most wisdom. My life experiences. Um, I can learn a lot from from different teachers and books, of course, but um I, I think the experiences of my life and, and really being present and witnessing myself in those experiences has given me a lot of, um, a lot of wisdom and also trusting myself, learning to trust myself, um, to trust my gut, to trust my intuition. Um, that has taught me so much and it's also taught me a lot um, when I don't. You're one of the most intuitive people I know. Oh, thank you. And for you to like to imagine a time when you didn't trust your intuition blows my mind. Well, yeah, because I think um, I mean sometimes we get those you know divine sparks of go here and do this, and we feel like <laughs> like someone Jedi mind tricked us, and we're like okay, <laughs> um, and I think that that's what we think it's going to feel like all the time. But a lot of the times, it's just it's um it's subtle or it's it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense and um i don't have any answers as to why so i have to let go of any part of myself that want, that needs to justify it for other people to make them feel comfortable with my decisions or with the space i'm taking to really navigate what's the right and true path for me or um yeah it's it's uh I think there's, there's absolutely times we don't trust ourselves. And I think, you know, the more I, th I uh, just look at it, it's those moments when um, it's the moments for me, I recognize when an old pattern or habit or um, conditioning a narrative that um, is really activated for me uh when i let that be more dominant than my own voice so for example um you know being a very empathic kid and um just being really aware of my relationship to other people and whether they were happy or sad around me or angry or frustrated I learned very easily to contort myself to, um, first of all, just make people happy because I just wanted people to be happy, <laughs> but also people being happy made me feel safe in my body. Um, and so the moments when throughout my life, when I have not listened to my intuition was because I was focusing externally and trying to make others okay or trying to make others happy or trying to be something others wanted me to be for acceptance or um or uh for love or validation and those are the times that i 
that I always, um, and I, this is the thing I have no, I have no regrets of any decision I've ever made because it's all learning. But those are the moments when I, when I recognize I wasn't honoring me, I was defaulting into a pattern, an old habit and, and making choices from there. So the best thing I've been able to do to help me really uh, pull away from that is before I make any decision to just create some space to be really present to breathe to notice how different things feel in my body um, does this does this expand me does this feel like something that gives me a deep breath <laughs> deep inhale deep exhale um, does it feel something that I am excited about or does this feel contractive, um, limiting, uh, coming from a should place? Uh, and then that, that just informs me of if it's, if it's the latter, then yeah, I really can't, I really can't do it. And I don't always have the clarity in the moment. So that's why having space too is a big deal. Have you always felt everything in your body? Yes. Yes. And I don't always understand it. Um, I would say sometimes it's very clear. Um, but sometimes I, I feel something in my body, but the external situation will be mirroring something different. So it creates confusion because, and that could be, you know, I'm with someone and they're showing and appearing in one way, but my body and my gut are, are feeling the incongruencies of that energy. Um, and in the past, again, that old habit was me trying, I would feel that in my body and then try to make myself wrong for it, try to make it come from an ego place. Like, oh, that's a judgment you have. Oh, that's this. And I was listening to something today. Um, uh, I forget his last name, Charlie Maganus. He's also a projector. Um, but he was talking about um, emotions and how the mind tries to take over the emotional process and, and make sense of the emotions. And it's our job to just really feel our emotions and not try to make sense of them. Yeah, uh, which, as soon as we get in our head, right, we're like restarting the emotional wave. Right. Yes. Yes and um intensifying it and so then once we, once you're in the waves it gets really really murky and you add all these other layers like forget about it um forget knowing where shore is you're you're just in the water at that point um but i i i know that um i i've, I've just had to trust what i feel and it doesn't necessarily make sense all the time but when I do that, I'm always right. Mm. And I have enough evidence of that too. How long, well, yeah. How long did it take you to figure that out? I think I'm still figuring that out, Kelsey. <laughs> um, but I will say that when, when my body started to shut down, cause I was operating under like a different rhythm, um, under more that generator, entrepreneurial rhythm um i was forced to stop i was forced to stop and and um that was a very uncomfortable and a lot of emotions came up through that process um but i didn't have a choice i couldn't run from them i couldn't escape them i couldn't distract myself with the busy of them i just had to feel them and i just had to let myself cry and let myself sleep and let myself be feel angry and, and frustrated and lost. Um, and when I finally just allowed those waves to pass and there was just stillness, that's when all these, the guidance started coming in again. And that really began to shape the work that I, and the, and the path that, that I went down. Um, so I was really moving away from this which is so weird because as a, as a healer and a spiritual teacher, and again, those are just titles for me, you know, like I just, I don't think 
think we get so caught up in titles, <laughs> you know, that it's just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a part. That's a, that's a role I play, but, um, there's obviously so much more. Um, uh, but I feel like when I was doing that work and then, tr and then trying to make a business out of it, that's where the waters really got murky for me because I was listening to other people's formats and other people's ways of building um, and sharing work, um, things that we must do in order to be successful, things that you must have in order to be relevant, things that you must care about in order to get success or whatever. Um, and it just, it all felt like so stupid to me <laughs> not, and it's not a I don't mean that in a judgment I mean it and just like this just feels like a lot of work and and I, I just don't feel like our if we're if we're really tuning into our soul and tuning into just being in flow with uh, with like who we are and our expression it doesn't feel like work at all so those two, the switching back and forth between those two extremes was a really interesting dance, for sure. Because I was like, how does something that is so innate, so natural, so just effortless um, and ease-filled and just, you know, you just feel expansive, you feel the joy of sharing and giving and that. And then there's like this, but then you have to have an email list and you have to have, you know, tens of thousands of social media followers. And then you have to have this sales funnel of you. I was just like, this is, this is whacked. <laughs> yeah. I feel you so much on that. I, I mean, yeah, something that's so playful for me yeah. and so magical and comes with ease. And this is how we know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And someone comes and shoulds all over it with all those things you were just saying. And none of those feel like ease or play or joy or anything positive to me. Yeah. Unless that's you, unless that is your playful zone. Like you that's think of a sales funnel and your whole body expands and you get so excited by all the possibilities of what you could create with that. God bless you. I think that's amazing. I, I, I wish I had that on some level, but also I don't because our design is perfect and you've helped me really like honor that and trust that and lean into that more. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this was so much, so much freedom for me. I guess that's what I was going to say. Um, yeah when I learned about the difference between specific manifestors and non-specific manifestors. So somebody yeah. who's a specific manifestor, meaning you're um, the second arrow on the right side of your chart points to the left, they're going to get lit up by strategy and five-year plans and getting super specific about client avatars and all that stuff that just feels like pushing something really heavy somewhere that it's not supposed to go yeah and oh. we are supposed to release that and just be like hey universe what you got and just stay in our lane doing yeah. what brings us joy yes yes have you found that just doing like just having this modality in this language because you've always been teaching in this way you've always taught um and always spoken about you know really listening to the flow of joy and of ease and, and how that translates in your body and in your life and following that and creating that. But have you found like having not only the language of human design, but the specifics of these are the gates, these are the channels, these are the, um, the uh, centers um, that pertain to that or that give more clarity around that. I just find it all fascinating and just you sharing that like I, I think there's just so much we can continue to learn about this. Well there's so much like when I'm I look at even a year ago more or less I was being told like you need to be specific about things. Yeah. This is how you need to do things. And it was like my soul was 
like lying face down on the floor, kicking her feet, stomping her <laughs> fists, and just like throwing a full out temper tantrum. And I'm like, I don't know, is this what I'm supposed to do? And I've always been opposed to shoulds. And then human design gave me the like permission to be like, oh my God. Yeah. This is why it doesn't work for me. Like it's legit that yes. that's not what I'm here for. Yes. And it's crazy because it's on one level, we're like, why do I need that permission? But we really do. We really do. I think because of our, our conditioning is so strong, mm-hmm. we need the permission to say, no, this is, this is me. This has always been me. This has always been the way that I work, the way that I flow, the way that I relate, the way that I connect. And it, and it gives us, I feel it's like handing someone a pair of scissors to just cut the cords. Yes. So all the other stuff in a very like finite way. Mm-hmm. Like, cause when I started learning those things, I, I, it was easy for me to not, I still catch myself, but that's a, that's the difference is I'm aware of the old patterning coming back in and I'm aware that it's a pattern and I'm aware that it's not even mine. Yes. Versus just being consumed by this is what I should be doing. I'm not doing enough. Maybe I need to do more, but oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know, like it just, I, it's like, yeah. nope, that's not any. And now anytime I catch myself doing that, it's like, you need to go rest. You need to take yourself out. Exactly. Take yourself out. Take yourself on a walk. Yep. Put yourself yep. down for a nap. And for Calm me, it it's actually, you need to go play. Yes, yes. Because it'll be like, I should do this. I should post. I should write this. I should blah, blah, blah. All this whole list of all these things I should do. And then yeah. I get quiet and ask myself, do you want to do that? Nope. Do you want to do that? Nope. I, there was a day last week I asked myself, there were like, there's so many things I want to do right now. I'm like updating my website, all this stuff. Do you want to do that now? Nope. Nope. I went down the list of everything that was on my to-do list. Nope. So I colored for the day. I love it. That was the only thing that was yes. That's amazing. But also like what happens on the back end for you when you do that, you know? Yeah, that's, you know, I've been using the, for me, tapping into my sacral when it comes to social media a lot. Yeah. And then I've been bypassing it. I've been like a total ass about it. Like I've been like, <laughs> oh, oh, my sacral didn't respond. So I like get in my head, which by the way, is all undefined for me. So I'm not supposed to be there. And I get yeah. in my head and I'm like, oh, but you know, um, I just, I'll like get some inspiration. I like make up these stories and yeah. then the sacral's just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'll go in there and I get shooted on and I run it right. I'm not supposed to be in here. I'm supposed to go outside and play. Right. It is so, I think that's also why it's important for me. And I know you do this to have um, these digital detox days uh, because I find myself like, and and not just like one day because I'm finding myself going, yeah, um, Thursday, I'm going to take a digital detox day. And then I find myself going, well, I'm just going to just check this first really quickly. Oh, hold on. Someone sent me a message. Let me just check that. Oh, wait, what's the weather today? Let me just check. Oh, there's news. Oh, I don't really want to look at that. Oh, someone posted. Oh, that's really pretty on Pinterest. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) It's an addiction and our hands do it. And then our heads are, and our souls are like, we what? Yes. Yes witnessing witnessing the the compulsion Mm -hmm. the addiction to this device has been fascinating isn't it i'm still yeah so i did like a three week two week i don't know i did an internet vacation it was amazing yeah and then i came back which was rocky i didn't want to come back yeah i came back and then i got out and then i came back and then i got out and then i like tried to find the balance and totally failed because it's either like I fall, I fall off the beam on one side or the other. Yep. And yeah, sometimes I just want to like shut everything and run away and never be on the internet again. Yep. 
And other times I'm like seeking connection through the internet because there are so many amazing people that live in there. Right. Right. I know it's, it's interesting. I think, I think that one's just going to take a practice, like take time to practice because it's just been something that um, we've grown up with in a way. Mm-hmm. you know like I mean not I didn't have a phone I didn't have a well we didn't have a smartphone until like later I, I don't remember the first smartphone I had but I remember having dial-up in like sixth grade and sitting at that computer waiting for that thing to dial up so I could <laughs> get online and connect with people um and that, that's the thing too is like am I Am I going on here? So as a projector, what I'll ask myself is, what am, what am I seeking mm. from this experience? Um, am I wanting to share something that's really, that, I, that I feel like called to share, that I, that I hope will serve whoever needs to hear it and I'm getting that impulse? Do I feel an obligation because I haven't, posted anything in a while that I should be sharing? Um, Am I seeking to be connected? Um, And am I connected? Like, well, who am I connecting to? You know, Mm. am I connected to myself first? Am I connected to source first before I go in there and interact with everybody and their energy and then have no, because if I don't, if I don't, honor my practice and if I don't ground into myself and my own energy just even though I'm not physically in person with with anybody if I go on to social media I'm now into that person's day that person's conversation that person's belief system that person's like anniversary that person's loss like I'm in all of it and then I come out and I'm like what am I doing today? What's happening? Where am I supposed to be? What work do I have to do? And so I think as a projector, especially, it's really important for us to um, get very um, centered and grounded in our own energetic space before we dance with anybody else. Yeah, your job is to really, truly see yourself yeah. So other people can see you. Yeah. And that is such a wild ride because it's so easy to, I was thinking about this the other day, like it's, it's so easy for me to see all the layers of a person who they truly are, which is child of, of love, um, pure love energy. Um, my fellow brother or sister, um who like how they're like showing up in the world right now um their deepest dreams their biggest wounds like I see it all I feel it all um and then I notice like when I look at myself I look at myself with such a critical eye you know Uh, uh that I'm and I'm really transparent about that because it's something I'm just just really realizing now at almost 35 like wow maybe we could have a more compassionate <laughs> view of of yourself and really start to see yourself in the same way that you see others like yes you can see those dimensions of of you that are that are still growing and learning and evolving and the ones that have made mistakes and but there's also so much magic and so much goodness there that we can start to witness too so I think definitely as a projector, I'm always looking outward um, to help others really know themselves and to trust themselves and to embrace who they are so they can share their divine magic with the world. But it's, it's also our job to do that for, for us too. Yeah. It's so interesting that you say that. So projectors have this, like when they're not aware they can be because they see people so clearly they can get judgy yeah and, and bitter yeah because they're just like pissy because they're judging everyone else. <laughs> and it sounds like you like quote will judge see other people with yeah. so much love and acceptance and then you turn all that bitter judgment on yourself 
A hundred percent. Like even if I'm mad at someone or, or I feel like someone is out of integrity with how they're showing up, I still also like see them as that child of God and that innocence and that I see the, the wounded part of them that feels like they have to act that way in order to get to be loved, to be recognized, to be valid, whatever. I, so it's like, I see those two extremes at the same time. But when I look at myself, it's all, it's, it's more often than not through judgment. Mm. So that is definitely part of my own, um, growth and work to still, to still be done. <laughs> How are you working on that? I think bring, just instead of being in the space of, you know, feeling the judgment and then like feeling the, how that manifests in my body, whether that's through shame, blame, guilt, fear, worry, anxiety, whatever, however it is, is like when the thought comes up to just kind of create some space with that thought of like, Ooh, let's just, let's just look at that. You know? And I love Byron Katie's work, um, the four questions. So sometimes I'll ask, you know, is that true? Um, my favorite out of all of the, the, the four questions is who am I without this thought? Mm, I love that one too. Cause it's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm free. I'm, uh, I'm alive. I'm, I'm pure love incarnate. Like I'm just want to radiate sunshine everywhere and just, just be love and, and share love. And there's no restriction on that. And that feels totally life-giving. Um, but I think it's just bringing awareness to the things that I am thinking about and, um, and to, and to really begin to question, um, and not, not necessarily in the moment. Sometimes, you know, sometimes in the moment, it's just like, interesting. It's not even to go into the analysis because that's another place where I can, you know, want to like dive in once I dive in I <laughs> keep going um but I think I think it's important to to just go huh interesting like maybe and and you know one thing I love that my my one of my favorite uh, teachers always says Robert Holden is just like can we have a little willingness a little willingness we're not jumping from you know, total disbelief to total belief. We're just like, can I open the little door, the door of that a little bit and just see if maybe I could see something else instead or in addition to, or yes, I did this, but, and I also, I'm a beautiful person. Like, yes, I made this mistake and I'm also doing my best. So I think just opening the door on that a little bit. I love that. I love that whole practice. Thank you. It is definitely a practice, but I, but I just, even the, the space, the breath, the willingness, it's, it's not like I have to completely fix this in this moment. I'm just, I'm just kind of creating an opening for something different. And that's the magic, right? That, right. Like that awareness is the key. Once we have awareness, yes, everything is possible. Yes, absolutely. And I think you know that's where we get hung up on in the healing journey is we we bring awareness to something that we want to change, and then we get so hung up on trying to change it right then and there when it's information and we just need to gather more information <laughs> you know as my healer says Marianne C she's like it's just content coming from the tissues <laughs> it's content coming from past experience and so when you just recognize it as that and not give it so much meaning that's you know it's 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 interesting the dance that we're doing in life like trying to find meaning to life, to things, but also not giving so much meaning to things too. Cause I think then we can get lost. Right. 
because we're trying so desperately. Yeah. Maybe that meaning or maybe the, the events are here to remind us to get back in alignment. Right. Remind us who we are. Yes. Yes. And so it's not like we need to uncover every door of our past and go through every single experience and find that one thing that happened that broke it all open. Maybe it's just a decision to go, okay, well, that was, that's been living with me for a while. Um, I think I want to want to start maybe moving that on out. Yeah. I don't need to know where the origin of it comes from in order to let it go. Yeah. Humans are so funny like that. Wanting to get to the source, wanting to it, and I guess it goes with our our desire to blame. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, and I think it comes also from just our fear that we're separate mm. from from God, from Source, from Love. So we're like on our own. <laughs> You're out in the wilderness figure it out. Good luck to you. <laughs> and I think in, in that kind of mindset, we, yeah, we're just trying to, we're just trying to survive. So that's another thing I, I do is, is just, you know, I don't have to, in my, in my humanness have to understand everything that happens, but I can know that God is working through me or love is working through me. And so sometimes it's just simple, as simple as like, I'm going to surrender this over to you because you're definitely more capable of handling this than I am. You have the best vantage point. I'm only seeing like a dime sized version of this. And I'm just going to let you take the lead mm -hmm. and not try to control the process. And that is really where the freedom comes from. It's there's resistance, of course, in letting someone drive the bus, but it's also really nice when you can just relax and look out the window. I don't yeah. have to think about anything too much. <laughs> you, oh, you're, I just love you. I love you. This is always so fun. It is. You make me think, <laughs> and I like it. Um, can we talk a little bit about what you're up to? Yes. In all things business and life. And life. What's your, what are you most excited about right now? I feel like I am going through a rebirth in a way. Um, I feel like we, we have those moments all the time, but this one feels really big for me. Um, having lived in Los Angeles for 13 years and finally coming home to New Hampshire, um, that was like a really big dream. That was a, something my, my soul was itching for, for a while. And, you know, this coming home is very, um, it's very poignant because it speaks to a lot of, a lot of aspects of my life. So coming home means physically coming to New Hampshire, coming home means, um, coming home to myself in new ways of just really, really learning who I am and what I need in order to thrive, in order to feel supported to do the work that I do. Um, like no longer bypassing that um and just saying oh well i just i'll just i just gotta get through it it's like no i there there are things that i need um in order to be able to be my best and be the highest version of myself so what are those things and kind of um coming home to that um merging my love of dance and my former life as a dancer and choreographer and teacher um, with this healing work, which is still, it's like, it's coming in in little, little bits, little pieces, little expressions, but it's, it's coming in. So I know there's a rebirth there, um, with my program, which I'm so honored and excited and grateful that you are just an amazing 
teacher and contributor of Divine Feminine Mastery. So thank you. And I'm so excited for you to be teaching on it, um, especially with this, bringing all of this magic into the magic you already bring. Thank you. To our group. Sure. Um, but even that, like that's a total, that talk about surrender, like that is a channeled, that's channeled content. I don't know what we're going to be talking about in March, in April, but I get the, I get the cue and, and I move through the process before <laughs> I teach it. And then, and it's powerful. It's, it's, it's really deep work. So I'm having fun just handing over the work instead of what I should be doing or, or what do I think people need of just letting the, the divine tell me. Mm. And working from there. We're trying to figure out what people need. Yeah. Like that's it's not our that. job. Yeah. No, but that's, but that is something that is a, a, a strategy, right? That mm -hmm. a lot of coaches will say, figure out the need of someone, find out what they need and, and create a service around it. And I'm just like, but what if you don't want to? Exactly. <laughs> what if you don't want to, A? What if that doesn't bring you joy? Um, you know, I think that it's our job to, to share our gifts and our hearts and our, and what we love and the people will follow that, that speaks and resonates to them. Yeah. You know, it makes me wonder whatever happened to the wisdom from field of dreams. If you build it, they'll come. Right. We just, if you build it, when you built divine feminine mastery, they came, they came. And that was an exercise most, of trust. Yeah. And this is the thing is because of that, I cannot create anything that isn't divinely given an instruction. It's because that's not true creation. That's forcing. Yes. So like true creation is that divine spark that that idea that when you allow yourself and that's why like i think being an artist in a lot of ways is what is helps me with this um is you you can't create from a mental place i mean you can but it's not going to be anything that's that you really care about um, but when you allow yourself to be in that co-creative process and you're like, I have no idea where this is going, but I'm just, I'm just in it. I'm just present. I'm just, I'm just in this moment, in this experience, enjoying the ride. And when you, when you look back afterwards, you're like, wow, I was being transformed in that experience. I like, I was, I was truly co-creating with something magical. Mm -hmm. That is. I mean, we're skipping out on the joy yes. of that experience when we're trying to make things happen and force things to happen and box ourselves in. We have divine timing and all this yes. over like posts every day or, you know, whatever it is and yeah. emails or any of that stuff. If it doesn't align with your divine timing, you're going to end up forcing, pushing, yeah. I've had this experience lately where I've had this list of things I want to write about yeah. and then something will like tumble. It'll like fall out of me. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I got to grab my phone and just like, I'm typing it and then done in this whole yeah. process. It's just like birthing it, but yeah. here cause it just comes out and it takes like five minutes as opposed to like, Oh, this is the idea I have, but it goes something like this. And then I don't know. When I ask Pete help, like, right? Does this make sense? And it takes a whole lot of wordsmithing. But for me, it's this experience of like, oh my goodness, look how easy it can be. Yeah, it's so funny when I. This is always how it is when I um, just allow myself to be in the flow, and I just channel something. There, there are sometimes when I'm channeling something. And it's, and I'm, but I'm, I'm really in that process. I'm really in it. And then I, and then I go to share it and it doesn't, 
it doesn't land in the way that another one that just like boop comes out and I'm like, ah, I could have done that better, but I could have like really been in that process. But it's like, that's the one that resonates. And I think the other one is more for me. Yes. You know? So that, that's the other thing too, is I've, I've learned like there, there are posts that I write, um, that I really like allow myself the, the lusciousness of, of playing in and, and I, and I speak it and I know it serves whoever it's meant to serve, but it's, it, that's really just for me to play. Mm -hmm. I love that language. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, I mean, everything I'm relating back to is dance and choreography. And it's like, we have the dances that we, you know, that we're like, oh, okay, yep, 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 we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this, and 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 that just like pours out of us. And then we have the the dances that we're just in and exploring and and we don't even know what it looks like. We don't even care. We're just like in the moment, feeling it so wrapped up in the artistry of of being in a in a co-creative process um and connecting to that music on a on another level and that one's for us mm. so i think that's another thing i've i've really learned is um to to receive my own my own work to receive my own gifts to receive my own art not everything has to be given away yeah oh wisdom bomb right there yeah Meg, I don't want to end this ever. I know we could, <laughs> we could literally jam. No, I think so stop the recording and then keep going forever. Um, how can people find you, work with you, learn more about you? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I think Instagram is probably the place that I, of all the social spaces that I enjoy um sharing the most from and so it's just meg.m.haines h-a-i-n-e-s um and then meghaines.com is just my website you can pop in there and but also just i'm open to email i'm open to just if people have questions and want to learn more um talk more about being a projector <laughs> i get you get you my people um yeah i'm just i'm here to to serve to share to play so hmm. thank you so much for sharing your energy oh my and gosh. Your wisdom. thank you seriously good. kelsey i mean like i said you you've always been doing this but now to to bring the play um and modality of human design into it it just it takes what you already do to such a fun and uh, brilliant level. Thank really. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. We did it. Meg is magical, right? Thank you so much for listening. Please hit Meg up on social media. Tell her what you thought. Please hit me up on social media. Let me know what you thought. Please share this episode with everyone you know if it really resonated with you and if you're so inspired please head over to patreon.com slash kelsey abbott to support the find your awesome podcast thank you you're amazing go be you <laughs> <laughs>